ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Rock Fade. Uh, that's this is my personal barber shop. Um, fifty four eleven East State Street, Rockville, Illinois six one one zero eight. Um, there's three barbers there. They're super dope. Jose, Oscar, and Philip. Um, you can get um, linked up with any one of those guys. Just go through the Booksy app. Download the Booksy app through your Apple phone, your Android, whatever, and uh, book an appointment through there. Um, they have their prices on there online. You can book uh, any appointment, whatever they have open. Um, but yeah, check out Rock Fade. Uh, once again, 5411 East State Street. Dope ass barbers. Uh, make sure you check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Monster Mash. Um, how we doing? Today we have another special guest. I always have a good lineup of uh, special guests. Today I have the homie DJ Busy One. What's what good, up, Busy? What up? What's the word? Um, like I said, this is like, this is always have special guests, but this this guy right here. Um, I've been knowing him for a while, man. Over probably ten years, maybe maybe closer to fifteen. Even before, I think I even known you before I started DJing. Um, from the grills, the early grills and skills days. Yep, over Blackhawk Park. Yeah, I think. Well, maybe I went to one of those. I believe when I was younger. Yep. And then I then the next one we did was at the church that I remember. Yep. We did it at the Kid, yep. Kid Jungle. Yep, that one. And then I remember one that we did. In Machesney Park, or was it was on North Second? That or? was in Byron. Maybe you're thinking about. No, the, it was like on it was like on Alpine or some shit. Oh, the painting, the painting part went down at the Aldine Park, of course. No, 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 not that one. Oh, man, well, I, I can't remember. I will we'll think about it later. Oh, we did do one at the VFW. Yeah, now the that VFW. I recall. Yep, yep. Yes, yep. I did that oh. with Marky D. Yep, that. Yep, yep. That's the one I remember. But yeah, man. Um, like I said, I've known you for a while. I know you got a lot of history here in Rockford, and uh, you're. But you're originally from Chicago, right? Yes, yes, yes. You were born, born in Chicago. Yeah, I was born and raised till like about ninety five. Ninety five. So were you already DJ in Chicago when you, before? Yeah, you? yeah. I started um, in grammar school. Oh, okay, you were in like, like in eighty nine. You know? elementary school. Yep. Oh, okay. We used to throw house parties like in my basement. Oh, okay. Charged like two dollars a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back then, you know, that was enough to buy the needles and mm-hmm. just to get some records just, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gramophone, of course. Yeah, gramophone. That's where you would go. What yep. part of Chicago are you from? I was in the Northwest Side. Okay. Humble Park. You know, oh yeah. Okay. Logan Square and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was the hood back then in, the, yep. in those times for sure. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's, it's still the hood, but. It's a little gentrified now. I'm saying. It's not I mean, I know a lot of the hood guys because I grew up there. Mm-hmm. So now they say they they can't even hang out in the neighborhood before the cops get called because there's cameras now. Yeah. You know, back in the day, they also gather up in the corners mm-hmm. of each neighborhood. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you knew not to go through a certain neighborhood if you weren't familiar. Yeah. With uh, friends, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's different times, man. But uh, you moved here and you said '95. You already DJing. Yeah, like, uh, did you have people over there that taught you, or you learned by yourself, or where did you first see it? For DJing, well, yeah. they used well, to Chicago have. Well, Chicago's full of DJs, so I'm sure it was. Yeah, they used to have these little parties at this church, St. John Birchman. Mm-hmm. 
and back then like the cutting crew and bad boy bill and julian and all those cats would come there and dj so so you fell in love with house music first yes that was your first yeah, I was thing. house dj yeah ah okay and i i, and I never i haven't heard you play house yeah, barely. Like chicago, chicago house music ever yep uh, so then i know I, you're all mostly hip-hop you know i would go to these st john birchman's parties okay every week mm-hmm. and just kick it you know yeah. mess with the girls and yeah, yeah i mostly watch the djs but yeah so then i uh noticed they had turntables and mm-hmm. we would go all the way downtown chicago at this place it was a little uh audio store and they had 12s mm-hmm. right in the front window you know 1200s and we used to get the super transferred to go to chicago check out the 12s and like man i gotta get a pair of those one day oh yeah back then i couldn't afford it you know funny story funny you say that the first time i ever spun on 1200s were your 1200s yeah at chubby rain oh nice so i had new some cheap new marks you know what i'm saying yeah my, 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 when i started off and the, when the first party i ever did with you was at chubby rain well yeah yeah that was the first party i ever yeah. did with you and you had your 1200s there and i don't remember what mixture you had but it was night and day like using those 1200s compared to my my uh new marks yeah I'm like fuck dude these, these are and that's I mean, I knew about the 1200s, but I just didn't have the money. But as soon, I knew as soon as I used your 1200s, I was like, this is it. I have to get some Yeah, 1200s. 12s are the best, bro. Yeah. Compare, you compare them to any, Well, back then. There, there's some good ones now. Yeah. There's some definitely good ones Three now. loops and all that. Yeah. Even those new marks that I have right here, they're, they're super Yeah, you were telling me about those in XD. I'll bring, out the, comp- I'll bring out the computer later. Twice. That way you can could, you could feel how they feel. But they're, they're, they got the ultra pitch and all that shit. So. My guy bought one, I think. One of those new marks, and he likes it. Yeah. So uh, back to Chicago. So that's how you got started. You went. You started going to places where Julian Jumping yeah, Perez was. So we were first going to those parties, you know, and then I always dreamed about having twelves. Mm-hmm. So then I started uh, attending more house parties and stuff. Met more DJs, and my mom one Christmas bought me some twelve hundreds. Really? Yeah. Not for you. you know, which is a huge. Yeah, yeah, Leap for her even for financially, we yeah. weren't the most wealthiest family or yeah, nothing. Yeah, so. yeah. How much? How much were twelve hundreds back in those days? I think they were about five bills a piece. Oh yeah, about like what them. they are now and yeah. used now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit more if you got the bells and whistles, yeah, the needles, yeah. and all that. Yeah. You know? So she just got you the the, the two turntables. Did you yeah. already have? I didn't have cases or nothing back then. Bro, but did you have turntables at no, all back? No. Not even the cheap ones or nothing? Did you I mean, a- I tried stuff, experimental stuff with, like, the old wooden cabinet stuff that had yeah. the turntable in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would try, like, two of those or whatever, mm-hmm. but... That wasn't... I really couldn't consider it mixing. No, no, no. They used to have a little record store in Milwaukee called Disco City. Mm-hmm. So that's where we used to go and buy... Some of the records before gramophone days. Oh, okay. So, so what was your first mixer? Mixer that realistic from from a uh, Radio Shack. Radio Shack, the real, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I had one of those still. Yeah. So my dad found one, whatever, and he they were horrible. Yeah. They had like static, and really? after a while, those the ones that had like the pendulum yep. things and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got that. the new mark with the wooden size. Okay. And then after that, I think I got the. Techniques, the Techniques mixer. Mixer they were using for the DMC. Yeah. It had the actual DMC logo. Yeah, no, on those, it. those ones the 
did I remember hearing that the the crossfader in there was kind of cheap on it? Yeah, like it would break easy. Break them off. Yeah, I don't know how many I broke off, but yeah. So were you one of them kids that opened up like stereos and shit and put shit yeah, back no. together? No. <laughs> Uh, nope. You so, know, eventually they started making them where you could change the fader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was so mad because this guy, uh, Lewis, like this from Mirrors, he was like a house DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, we I would always try to scratch. You know, Bad Boy Bill was like a huge influence. Yeah. To me, I would hear him that scratch it with that sound. And yeah, I was yeah. like, damn, I'm going to get that. Yeah. And uh, he came over and tried to juggle and stuff, and he busted off my fader. Oh. Damn. I was like, oh, In man. the middle of a gig or what? No, we were just at my house. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, he uh, busted the fader, which is, you know, you have to take it apart, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it soldered and all that. Yeah. You know how to solder now? Hell no. No? <laughs> I'm not the greatest, but I could solder. But like like just doing, like, uh, your RCA or something like that? I, yeah. I've had to do a handful of those and shit. Like, yeah. I used to have a cat and... Chicago, and they were real handy with all kind of stuff. So, yeah, I've had them change my wires and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you can't have a too high to high voltage yeah. of a solder gun, or you mess it up. Oh, okay. that little tiny circuit board. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now they come with them with uh, the circuit board and the, the RCA soldered on already. Yeah. So then all you gotta do is kind of switch the board out. Yeah. I've never done it like that. But. I've seen it. Yeah. So, okay, so you uh, eventually moved to Rockford. Yep. And I, I moved here because 94, we had a bad fire in my house. Okay. And so, like, so this is something that I've never asked you. I never want to, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. none of my business, you know what I'm saying? And it's not something that you can just ask somebody. But I've seen you mention it before, and I've seen you, like, on Facebook or something yep. like that, that you guys had a fire and shit, like, when you were younger. Yep. And what happened? Like, you lost all well, your equipment? I was downstairs with my mom mm-hmm. and my stepdad. And then upstairs was my sister, my brother, my brother in law, two nephews. Mm-hmm. Well, they caught a fire with these old space heaters or something upstairs. Okay. And the whole place just lit up. By the time I was woken by my stepdad saying there was a fire, I looked in the hallway and it was just burnt flames bursting down to the. The house. stairway, so we I got and went to get my mom first of all. Yeah. And the fire department was already there. Really? Yeah. And you were asleep the whole time. You didn't even yeah. Know. Oh fuck. Yep, yep. It was weird because when I was sleeping, it was kind of like I was dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That something was going on, but yeah. I wasn't really with it. So you, maybe you heard it subconsciously in the back of your head. Yes. You know what I'm saying, yes. but you just didn't. And whether you didn't put two and two together, obviously you're sleeping, you're not going yep. out. How old were you at the time? I was probably like 18 or... Oh, you are 18? Okay. 17, maybe? Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, 94. They, they all passed away? No, my sister made it out. Your nephews didn't? Nope. Damn. That's so They bro. all passed, yeah. And your mom? They, no, my mom made it. Oh, well, everybody okay. downstairs made it. And like you, me, my mom, and my father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody else, yeah, didn't make it. Oh, man. That sucks, bro. So then you guys ended up moving to Rockford. Well, after all that, you know, we kind of tried to move over by uh, Humble Park. Mm-hmm. When our buddies had a house that we used to rent to. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, you could rent here if you want. So we did that. But being in the hood, I grew up 
with mostly uh, folks. I went to Clemente, too. That was all folks. Like maniacs? I was never gang-related. But yeah, but you grew up with all them dudes? I grew up with them. They were like close homies. Yeah. They were maniacs, or what were they? Uh, cobras. All them making the cobras. Yeah. YLOCs. And anyways, they uh, see me or some of the kings. Yeah. So when I would try to live over that way. They would fuck with you. They were threatening me. Yeah. Saying, oh, we know who you are. We see you around. Plus, some of the cobras would, like, show up to my house. Yeah. You know, all crazy and packing, and they would have conversations in the front of the house. And yeah, they would, since they were on the block, the wrong block. Well, the crazy thing is, I would watch from my window and see them pulling people out of the cars and stuff, breaking them and right there in the busy street. Yeah, for sure. So eventually, my mom was just like, "We got to get out of here." <laughs> you know? Yeah, fuck this. So then, uh, I had a cousin that lived in Belvedere, mm-hmm. the trailer park off of Newburgh. Yeah. I remember that. And we would visit them. Mm-hmm. You know, I always been into fishing because my dad just a fish, so we would fish in some spots around Belvedere and Spencer Park and Kishwaukee River. Mm-hmm. And I was to be like, man, this is cool. I wish I could live out this way, get get away from the city. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not, not a lot of people like this shit over here, like compared to Scott, like. I have cousins from Chicago. They they would come down and they're like, oh, we're in the farm, we're in the country. Right. Fields and shit. Not a lot of people that are from the city could would be able to transfer over like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, even some of my buddies that come to visit from Chicago, they still to this day are like, "Man, you live far as hell, dog." I'm like, "It ain't even it's really even that, that far, far, man. You're only an hour." Half. But these yeah. guys don't get out of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some of them people from Chicago never left Chicago. No, so they don't even they. Don't even leave their neighborhood sometimes. Nope. You know what I'm saying? They're just stuck in the city. <laughs> a lot, a lot, I knew a lot of people that never even been downtown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in my, you know, when I was younger, I had I had people that, that, that never even left Chicago, like, in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the farthest they would go was sometimes Rockford, to where we were. You know, like, when I was a kid, DJing, when I finally started doing those house parties... I wound up meeting other DJs that are doing house parties elsewhere mm-hmm. around the city. And I wound up getting seen by this Demetrics Dirty Dozen. And one of the members was like, man, we'd like you to be part of our crew. Uh-huh. And they were like older cats, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was real excited. Mm-hmm. So they said, yeah, man, you're going to think this is funny. They're like, yeah, we're going to let you in the crew, but there's one thing you got to do. Uh-huh. I'm like, what's that day? Like, you got to change that name, dude. And you wouldn't believe what my name was way back in the day. Nobody oh. knows this. Oh, okay, okay. It was so Bad Burning Brian. Bad Burning Brian. Yeah, man, because I was heavily influenced by Bad Boy Bill, you know. Yeah, 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 They're like, you got to change that name. I'm like, well, to what? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Let me think about it. Yeah. So Malo Mix Maliko, the president, he called me like four days later. He's like, I got it. I'm like, what is it? He's like, how about Busy Boy Brian? Busy Boy Brian. And I was like, oh, I guess I could roll with that. Yeah. If you look at it, I got some old flyers somewhere. So how long did like, you have that original name for? Busy Boy Brian yeah. or Bad Brian? Uh, Bad Brian Brian. Not very. Not very long? A couple of years, maybe. But you never, have you, did you ever use that out? Like, were you out DJing with that name? Just a house party. Yeah, you know, yeah. But they were nothing big. Okay. So busy, 
was it Brian? Bad Burning Brian was the original. Bad Burning Brian, and the your new one was Brian Busy what? No bad. I mean, uh, Busy Boy Brian. Busy Boy Brian, yeah. and then when did you turn it up to Busy Busy the Busy Boy? Well, it actually kind of started when I started tagging. Oh, you were tagging. Too? I tagged a little bit in Chicago phase. Oh, okay, okay. I was in TFT crew, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of brought TFT crew out this way. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Stuck and everybody mm-hmm. else. Work, you know, remember yeah, work? Yeah, We started our own chapter out here, but, yeah, I used to tag a little bit. And, and you know, that kind of got old. But when I tagged, I tagged. To, so they couldn't know who I was. I yeah. tagged the B-I-Z-E. Mm-hmm. And then with a little number one on it. Oh, okay, okay. So then I got more into hip-hop when I met, like, uh, some of the hip-hop guys. I'm trying to think of their Here in Rockford? No, in Chicago. Oh, okay. But they all scratched and stuff. So originally, like, you were still going back to Chicago, like, after you moved to Rockford? Like, yeah. Like, going to Coke yeah, kick Yeah, I was so. traveling here and there. Yeah. Visiting homies. I didn't have a lot of friends. Here in Rockford? Initially, yeah. Okay. And then you didn't even know there were Rockford DJs at the time? Nope. And the first Rockford DJ that kind of helped me out was Erica. I don't know memory of hers. Erica Cornelia. Mm-hmm. She was with Borgata. Borgata Mom. Little Haida or somewhere's her DJ name. I never heard of her. Yeah, she was a cool little chick. She worked at UPS. Okay. And I wound up getting a job there too. Was she white? She's. I think she was a little bit Hispanic in her maybe. Okay. I never heard of her. I never heard. She did like all the LTE basement parties a lot. She would spin like drum and bass. Really? She did like the old groove shop on... Uh, Charles Street. Yeah, Charles. Yep. Like the after party one. Mm-hmm. So one day at UPS, she was passing a flyer. You were working at UPS at the time? And I was working there as a tote, collecting totes and stuff. So I would see everybody mm-hmm. walking. And she gave me a flyer or something. I'm like, ah, oh, those guys, they ain't no real DJs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, whatever. And it was happened to be like Cass Martin. Nick Arcefa. For Nick Arcefa. And all those cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, well, why don't you come to the event and we'll see if we give you a slot. Yeah. So I came, checked them all out. There was like 20 minutes left to the show, and she let me get on. Mm-hmm. So then I started cutting it up and jogging, and she's like, oh, damn, you can throw down. Okay. So from there, they let me do some of the LTs parties. And then from there, shortly after, I met uh, Chris Hare. Okay. From Brigada Records. Yeah. And long story short, I wind up hooking up with Presence. He was an MC. Mm-hmm. He was winning like the brainstorm battles and doing scribble jam battles mm-hmm. and making money, you know, battling. Yeah. yeah. He started recording and they put me on tour with Presence and. Oh, okay. We toured to Colorado, you know, Iowa. Illinois, of course, like Chicago, and we did shows with like Immortal Technique. Oh, really? G Easy. Okay. We brought him here. You know? Yeah. No. I, yeah, I remember him. I met him. I met him here when. I mean, I always, I always thought he was dope when he came here. Yeah. But he, he you, you had the one I went to the Kryptonite, but you had brought him somewhere else too, didn't you? No, he bought. They bought him. Um, Chris did. Yeah. But they, they brought him. So somewhere else too, right? Before that, how many times did he come here? 
property. Hey, the second time I remember it came was the bar three. Bar three? I remember Kryptonite. Kryptonite, then bar three was after. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it came twice for sure. Yeah, Actually, yeah. three times if you consider the, the time it came to that little bike shop in Love Spark. Oh, okay. That's the one I think that I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. I remember he, oh, I heard he had, he, went, he had came here before. Yeah, I remember the first time I seen him, he gave me his CD, whatever. Mm-hmm. The big one, and I thought that was the dopest CD he made. Oh, okay. Personally. Okay. Well, I never really, I, I just seen him live on stage, and I was like, damn, this motherfucker's dope. Yeah. To me, I was like, I could tell that he was. He was gonna he was make bit, it. He was a little bit different from the other ones. Plus, he did all his own production and everything else. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, he oh, did right. back then. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember Rybred and all those guys trap, um, AV, um, going on tour with them and shit. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, we did that. And also, we did that Triangle Offense tour. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Was it uh, Denver? Or it was, was it? all. It was um, Dubuque, mm-hmm. Chicago, Milwaukee, and Rockford. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, they I called remember. it because it was like a triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dana Copperfield, of course, was there. And yeah. Rye Bread and yep. Case the Joint from Iowa. Mm, Case the Joint. I remember those. XL Big from Milwaukee. I remember I those. I remember him. Ones, he was yeah. a dope-ass beatboxer. There was one time you guys brought a, a, a DJ from... From Denver or something, but he, he had like he did like breaks and shit. Like, I think his name was like Jesus or something. DJ. Oh yeah, they had that crew over there. They had their own DJ. The Cancer, I think, was the crew. Okay, I just can't. Rem- I I just remember the DJ. I, I, we I did talking. move in Minneapolis too at some point. Yeah, I just remember the DJ. I remember me and Casey Joy driving down the freeway in a blizzard trying to get to the show. For real. It was like a toboggan slide in my yeah. little Accord. <laughs> nice. Yeah, a little 99 Accord or something. All right, so you you were, uh, you were got down with the, you met the Rockford Cats. Yeah, like, from through Erica, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you did your first little gig with them. Yep. And then, but then you, you went off and toured around the U.S. pretty much. With presents. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of... Got into with the hip hop mm-hmm. associated cats in Rockford. Ah, okay. And you know, Eddie used to come to the trailer park I lived in. Eddie, who? Eddie F.A., you know, Kid Jungle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kid Jungle would be break dancing in the in the front room, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd be in the other corner by the decks playing with the MPC and making beats. And mm-hmm. other guys would be there rapping, rappers and stuff. Yeah. It was cool. It was like all the elements. Cops would get called. <laughs> you know the trailer park, yeah. <laughs> Bumping those old Taylor in Vegas, yeah. Loud as fuck. Yep. Those motherfuckers are loud, dude. And then, um, so you knew Jungle from then. How did you get involved with the uh, whole um, the grills and skills thing? How how did you? You know, because I had started the TFD crew with the graffiti thing, mm-hmm. and work had an idea. I think him and actually. The Manuel dude that does the Mexican Minute. Mm-hmm. They were real close buddies. Okay. So I think him and Manuel actually came up with the original idea. Okay. And they always had me do the music. Mm-hmm. So they passed it by me. I'm like, yeah, I'd do that. And I brought my old Turban Vegas back then and receiver and 
We made it happen with the 1200s. Okay. So originally, the original ones, the original grills and skills was at uh, the park, Blackhawk Park, yep. at the pavilion there, the little cement pavilion. Yep. And, and we even had a, for one of the MC battles, actually, uh, Prime from Chicago showed up. Mm-hmm. Optimus Prime used to call himself. Okay. Yeah. He battled uh, Uncle Paulie. And the mailman, rest in peace to the mailman. Or now, are these the ones that were? Um, Seal Fresh was there too in battles. No, are are these ones that Vic had recorded, or did you give these uh, videos to Vic? I never seen them, but he um, might have. The, the, I don't know where he had footage from, but like it was footage from I think Reels and Skills, and the early ones. They would battle on top of the the tables, you know, the lunch yeah. tables, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, maybe maybe he got them from Jungle or something, because I know he was uh, at the time he was looking for footage from for Flacco when yeah. he passed away. So I'm I'm pretty sure he got a lot of footage from that. But there was the old school grill. And I remember me, Flacco, and Kid Jungle used to cruise like the Niles or somewhere. Niles and, and they used to have some kind of sessions there, mm-hmm. break dancing and DJing yeah. and all that. Yeah, and it was cool. That was dope. Flacco was always getting rowdy, man. Because that motherfucker was another dude. He's from Chicago, right? That's yeah. He was a, I think he was a Cobra, too. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So I always was, get along well with Flacco. Mm-hmm. He was cool, dude, man. R.I.P. to Flacco. Yeah. So, from then on, then you know, you, you pretty much stopped pretty much doing the house music stuff, and you were doing more of the hip-hop stuff. Yeah, when I was in Chicago... You know, I slid over into hip-hop, and I really practiced on my juggles and scratching mm-hmm. and all that. So back then, when I was still in Chicago, I started battling. Yeah, that's that was my next question. When did you start getting into the yeah. whole battling scene? Yeah, I was doing a lot of little local turn, battles. Turntableism like and shit. Platter Pirates battles and mm-hmm. the Guitar Center battles, Scribble Jam. Yeah, yeah, you entered Scribble Jam as well. Wait, what, year did you, what year did you enter Scribble Jam? You had to make the eliminations, and then yeah. they pick, like, the top eight or ten or something. And mm-hmm. then if you make the top eight or ten, you go on this big stage yeah. in front of thousands, you know. Yeah. You did that? You went on yeah. the stage? I actually spin at the first Scribble Jam. Mr. Dibbs let me spin. It wasn't nothing big, huge, a chunk of time, whatever, yeah. but... What year was that? That was, I would say, 98 or something. 97. 97. Yeah. I remember uh, two crews battled. I think it was 97 or 98. I was there when Eminem battled. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, he yeah. had like a 40 ounce in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's battling. Well, so. well there, there's a uh, breaking battle that had that happened. With, that was a, it's a pretty famous one throughout Chicago, but it was pretty much uh, Phase 2 Chicago. Phase 2, yep. Versus um, it would be probably Junk Awards at the time. Um, yeah, back in the day, and it was, it's pretty, pretty, pretty famous battle. To like, uh, I know that uh, Kid Jungle's boy, you know, never got along with some of the Phase Two cats. Flacco. Flacco, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Flacco, you know, like I said, Flacco was a no nonsense type dude. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. get hyped. Yeah, I was rowdy. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah. he was a bigger dude. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes. You know, people would get like oh, intimidated and shit. You ever did you ever meet um, CJ the pimp? No, it sounds familiar. Though. CJ, like he used to break dance and shit too. Yeah, but uh, I think later on, I think he was from California originally, 
And uh, it was a really dope b-boy and shit, but he was also like a pimp and shit, like a gangbanger and shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I first met you, man. That's how I known you as a breakdancer. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's used how, to break it down hardcore yeah, on the floor back then. That I can't remember the first time I met you. I can't remember what party. I remember we've been to a bunch of parties with you DJing and shit. It might it has to be Grizzle Skills. Those are the first yeah, had first to be, ones yeah. that I remember seeing you and shit. I remember one time um, we did a, we went to a party where you were DJing at, where it was it was you DJing and I think the dude what was the dude from Milwaukee um, new sets, no maybe no 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 what's his name? Uh, Cause remember we had a turntable crew for a little while. It was uh, like three or four of us. Yeah, well there was a one. Uh, now that I think about it. There's one uh, one DJ that I remember that was a friend of yours. Scooby. He, he was an older cat. Well, I mean older than me, obviously, but he was he DJed right there that day at the at the Chubby Rain event that we went to. Um, I can't remember his name. He was from like the suburbs or something. Well, John, may, maybe. Maybe John. John. What, what, what John do you go? Wendell. Well, how do you go? Well, he how, used to be like John Izzo back in the day. Or John something, Dizzle. Something like that. Yeah. DJ Rate Five eventually. Maybe now I think he maybe still go by Rate Five or whatever. He he played a lot of hip hop. He came like, to a lot of the events. Actually yeah, supported. What, what what was he, he was like one of my best homies. What was he? What do you do for a living? Computers guy like a he's a consultant or something. Yeah like. yeah he wasn't yeah he was a yeah he's he still was, doing that yeah he's yeah I think that was him. successful now yeah that was my first event that I remember. Well not my first event well that's my first event I have actually spun with you. And I remember uh, Stuck come come up to me. He was like, because he, he didn't know. He seen me breakdance. I'm sure back in the day, but he didn't know I uh, I actually you know like yeah. turntables and shit. And he came up to me. He's like, damn, bro, I didn't know that you could DJ. And like, like you know how to mix records or something. Like, yeah. Another thing I remember when I first got Serato that you helped me because um, I didn't know how to fuck because you know how it has like little pins on them yeah. for the box. I still got the box right there. Oh no, yeah. But, XL1, right? Yeah, no, I actually, I had bought it when it was XL3. Three, okay. This is like 09. Yeah. And you had you had already had Serato, but I couldn't figure it out for shit, because that shit's like fucking... Yeah. Vic, too, Vic, when he first got it, I remember we did a gig, and he had everything ready, you know, he bought, you know, he had already used it, but for some reason, when he got to the gig, he couldn't, he couldn't yeah, fucking those, figure those it out. Those needles are real touchy with that Serato. Yeah. And the boxes and yeah. like if you had a little bit of dust or mm-hmm. or if it wasn't seated correctly into yeah. the the and, arm, yeah, you had yeah. to lick the nail. The, yep. the oh, I had, arm, I had to do that this weekend. Yeah, I had to do that this weekend with the S nine. Um, who was DJ with me? Um, Vic, um, Slick Vic, the barber, him yeah. and because we, I had been I've been using like phase and shit for the last a year and a half. You know I think you're one of the first ones in Rockford. I got it. With Faze? Yeah. I might have been. I, there might have been somebody else before me. I can't remember. Jen had it, but I didn't, thought you had it before him. So. I, I bought the first Phase in 2019. And I came up on another pair of Faze and those new marks for 500 bucks altogether. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to pass this up. Yeah. And I was, I was looking to get another set of turntables just because... At the time, I was DJing a lot at District, and I was taking my turntables and t- bringing them home, and I was like, man, I need something to practice with, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I ended up buying another setup in January of 2020, 
Nice. And then March 2020 hit, and boom, everything got shut down. So I was like, oh, fuck. I got all this equipment here, and now I can't use it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, well, I mean, we're starting to get back into the swing of things. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yes. We're gonna talk about that later. I know you. Um, you've been you've been going hard the last two years or so. Well, the last since the pandemic. Yeah, well, trying anyways. Yeah, since the bars opened back up and shit. But we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, so you were you've been doing the grills and skills. How many did you end up doing? For At least four that I could recall. That you remember? Yeah. But you you didn't do it all all every year, right? There was some years there was a conflict mm. because. Uh, Work moved at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Moved to Seattle. Okay. So we wanted to keep it going still. And I actually asked his opinion and about doing it again. He really didn't care. He's like, yeah, you could do it, man. And then somebody else wanted to do it as well. Some of his boys or something, and there was a conflict. And one year, there was actually two of them. Oh, okay. There was the skills. One was in Byron. Uh-huh. And then the other one was like in Rockford. Okay. You know you did one in Byron. They were threatening to put in glue in the outlets and this and that. Really? And the Byron one, yeah, it was a funny backstory, you know. Yeah. But it's funny because when I showed up to one in Rockford, you know, I just showed up me and Aaron, and I started walking up in a joint. They all scattered and like ran upstairs like I was gonna start fighting or something. For real? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but everybody became cool afterwards. Yeah. I mean, dot com and uh, vet, I mean, work actually had some conflict for a while there. Dot com is the dude from uh, dot com, like uh, Co- Covert. Covert, yeah. Yeah. Berto? Actually, one time, Berto and work were at a party, Kid Jungle's party, actually. Mm-hmm. And whatever beef they had back then, I don't know what it originated from, but workstreetclock.com. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know what the conflict was about back then. Those guys had beef. Rockford hip hop beef, huh? <laughs> but I kind of miss those days, you know, because like doing the house parties and the hip hop shit and like Bar Three. Yeah. I just feel like more hip hop, real hip hop heads came out. All I'm, you guys, you know, all the monsters. Yeah. The whole squad would come out. Yeah. Plus everybody else that we used to see, mm-hmm. that are probably just all growing up now. You got kids and family, whatever. But I kind of missed that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we used to have like kryptonite cracking, dude. Yeah. With all hip hop motherfuckers. Yeah. I yeah. remember I hired you for my birthday one year. Yeah. For for kryptonite, I got a video on on YouTube. Yeah. I'm gonna have to pull up. I'm gonna have to see that one. Yeah, it's it's definitely back. In, I, I turned 22. So this was 2009, I believe, or 8, that this was. 2009, yeah. And I uh, always kind of feel like I was the black sheep out here because I'm not from here, you know. Well, you know what? Like, if you wouldn't have told me back in the day, since I didn't know you as well, you were so immersed in the hip-hop scene. That I, every event I went to, you were there. I would have thought you were from Rockford. You know what I'm saying? The way yeah. you, the way you put on for Rockford, as far as as far as underground hip hop goes, you know what I'm saying? Right. I would have if you wouldn't have if you would have told me you were from Rockford, I would have believed you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though you you definitely sound like from you're from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> you got the <laughs> Chicago accent. I always found that funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I lived in Belvedere for quite a bit. When oh I, yeah. When I first moved. Oh okay okay. 
So yeah, I'm 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 originally from Belvedere. I wasn't yeah. born there because I don't think there was a hospital there at the time. But I was born in St. Anthony. But I I was living it. My family was living in Belvedere when I was born, and I lived there till I was like four or five. Yeah, I remember you were saying that. Yeah, I went half half of my kindergarten to Perry Elementary School. I used to live in that trailer park there. That's no longer there now. No, the one that was behind of uh, McDonald's and stuff there. Yeah. I remember, I remember that trailer park. It was by the park, right? Yep. Right next to the park. Yep. I just remember because uh, my uncle would pick up people from there and then go to church or something like that. He had a big van and pick people up and they would go to church. And I just remember those. Uh, it was a trailer park and then right next to it, I knew we were heading there because there were like uh, those yellow posts that go into the park. Yeah. They're like little hanger things. Like they, yep. they close off the, the entrance or whatever. And I always remember them. That was right next to the trailer park. Remember my guys from Chicago used to come out like Maine from uh, CYA and CCA and BM, BSA. Mm-hmm. They was cats would come out. We would do holy rollers at the Chrysler plant and stuff. The freight, oh, yeah. painting freights and all kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Nice. One year, this fucking kid tricked me out, and we got pulled over. And he folded and got scared in the cops and told him we were painting freights. Oh, damn, for real? Yeah, and I went to jail for a little bit. He rolled over on y'all motherfuckers? Yeah. For real? We were doing holy rollers, and I had the video oh. in the car, and the kid tricked us out. So they got the whole of the video, rolled back the footage, and seen damn. what we had did. This is, okay, so now it's mid-2005. No, mid two thousands. Yeah, this is when you guys were doing a lot of those events, reels and skills. I think that one that you guys did at the at the church in in the the church that was with Kid Jungle. Yeah, yeah that was two thousand five. Kid I Jungle believe. had got that venue or six. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, and what was dope about it? It wasn't just a b boy event. Obviously, we went there for the b boy events and shit, but there was also um, rap battles going on. Did you have some type of graffiti? Yeah. We did have a DJ battle, too. Yeah, graffiti yeah. Graffiti battle. Yeah, I remember you guys would do um, the graffiti the graffiti ones. At Aldine. Yeah, Aldine Park. I remember that one. And dudes from Milwaukee were here, dudes from Chicago. Yeah. And they were doing dope-ass pieces and shit. They don't, they don't let motherfuckers paint at Aldine anymore, right? No. They I just They so. recently just shut it down. Yeah. I believe. But for a while, I remember that day we, we had went down there, and there's a lot of people from different places. At that peak of the moment of the graffiti stuff, there was a lot of chaos going on in Rockford with the graffiti. That, okay. We had a whole graffiti squad after us. Yeah. Like cops and stuff. People were getting raided. Yeah. Like work, I think, got raided. I think that stir cat got raided. Yeah. I think Manuel told me they got him one time, too, or something, locked him up. Who? The guy that does the Mexican Minute. Why did he give a lot like that for? They were scrapping windows or something. Oh. Was, was, he, in, was he into graffiti? You right don't there? talk about that too much. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, he used to hang out with work a lot, so. Oh, okay, okay. That was like his good buddy, you know. All right. I don't know if you probably don't remember. We had house parties at work's place, too. There was a lot of graffiti cats there, and I would DJ, and mm-hmm. this was way back. Maybe. I can't remember. I can't remember what party that was. I know Kid Jungle was there. Yeah. 
he used to always be the breaker dude again. Yeah. For sure. Um, how did, so when did, we're getting into that, when did you guys start getting into the whole Covert Empire thing? My, that dot-com guy, he was a graffiti head when I originally met him. Mm-hmm. I met him through work. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, this guy, we want to put him down with TFD, too. Mm-hmm. Dot, you know, dot com. And I was like, yeah, he's got to prove himself. And back then, we would just say, oh, you got to go bomb and yeah. show us proof. And he did that. And he got down. His stir got down. Mm-hmm. A couple other heads, I forget. Oh, I don't know if you remember um, Arson. Arson. Jedi he used to tag. No, I don't remember. Way back him. in the day. He would I- come. I, I only knew a, a few other graffiti writers as far as graffiti. That was Stuckster. Um, but that's how I met Dot Eddie, Com. Eddie, what's his name? And dot Com. Cuban Eddie, what's his name? Uh, Afe. Yeah. Yeah, at Jungle and Kid Jungle would come break dance mostly, and those graffiti kids would do black book stuff or yeah, the black book party or, or we would plan, yeah. plan some illegal activities. Yeah. But yeah, that's how uh, you know dot com came up with the Covert Empire. Oh, okay. And, and then you guys started doing shows together with him. Yeah. Well, I was doing um, Bar Three for a while there yeah. myself. Okay. I got that account. This was was kind of run down, you know. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. You had to run wires from the bottom to the up, upstairs deal and all that. For power or what? For um, the apps, I think. Oh, okay, okay. So. And you had to climb this ladder to get up there. I don't know if you remember. It was not like a normal stair. Kind of like the office deal. It was not really a a normal steps, you know, to get up there. Okay. I never DJed there at... um, Bar 3. At Bar 3. I didn't have... Right after Bar 3, literally, like, I think my my birthday party was July... my, My birthday is July 30th, and that's when I had you DJ there. And then a couple months later, maybe in October, that's when uh, the whole, that was when the whole economy went to shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So during that time, I had got fired. Well, not fired. I got laid off from my job. And I took out my 401k, and that's when I bought my turntables. Because I had like 3000 some dollars. So I bought everything. I bought turntables, these fucking speakers right here, these towers, that amp. Oh yeah, needles, um, everything. Serato, nope. I bought everything. A MacBook. So, after a while doing that, the hip hop shows with the MCs was cool and everything. Yeah, but it was funny because when we would do out of town shows, we kind of agree upon a price. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of the work, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, like sometimes at the end of the night, to be like, oh, you know, we only made so and so at the door and this and that, and mm-hmm. we could only give you this much. I don't know, man. That kind of got old for me. I'm yeah, getting yeah. older. So eventually, my girlfriend, you know, she's like, man, why don't you, uh, don't you want to do your own show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, how am I going to do your that? Own, become your own artist. She's like, how are you going to do that? She's like, don't you want to be a star? I'm like, well, yeah. She's like, well, you got to start from the bottom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, we should just buy our own PA mm-hmm. and just start trying to do gigs. Okay, okay. That's what I did, you know? Yeah. I got a pair of speakers, like you said. And yeah. I already had 12. Little PA mixer, and mics. Yeah. And my first little bar gig, 
that I officially had out, out this way was at this place called the Doghouse in Belvedere, which no longer exists. The Doghouse? Yeah. Okay. It was on uh, stake there. Yeah. The, There's the a little donut shop in that little shopping okay. thing there now, but yeah. It's a gambling place now or something. Hmm. It's like a slots machine. Slots yeah, something, something like that, yeah. So that's when you started DJing at bars by yourself, where it was yes. just you, you know, how we're DJing out now. Yeah. At bars and clubs and shit. And just started getting real packed, busy. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know. Were you living in Belvedere at the time? Yeah. No, actually, it was in just starting to transition to Love Spark. Okay. Around that time. Because I remember the house that I've been to, like, uh, I don't know if you still live there. I think it's in Chesney Park. Yeah. You still live out, live out there? Not in that same house, but yeah, we're still not in... far from there. Oh, okay, okay. I remember you were in the front cover of that newspaper. Oh, yeah. They put me on, remember that? For a breaking. Me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We you were, were doing the breaking pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that was at uh, the skate park? Yeah. Out there by, uh, one, by what is it, Horse Hills? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. What was it? That was for Grills and Skills, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Well, Marky also tried to do a little hip-hop show there, I thought. Oh, well. okay, okay. We did multiple of that, I think, for that skate park. Oh, okay, something. okay. We did a show once at a skate park, but the one over there by Cherryville. Yeah. We did a show up there. Marky D used to do real huge house parties. Yeah. I don't know if you remember those. I, I think I do. I think I do remember. He did one at the... Old ski club off of kind of like uh, 251 there. You mm-hmm. know, you got to turn on some weird road out there. I forget the name of it. I remember one. Did he do a toga one one time? A toga Maybe. party? Maybe. I think I think we went to one of those before. I think Vic almost got to fight or something. <laughs> I don't remember what the <laughs> fuck happened there. But, uh, yeah, that one. I, I remember quite. I remember a couple parties. I, I for sure so remember the grilling skills one that he was a part of. Yeah. Well, he was just like a party promoter type Yeah, thing? he always was throwing parties and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. But he wasn't a part of, like, he wasn't a rapper or anything like that, right? I think he actually did some, oh, yeah? a little bit of rapping back in the day, but like, uh, dot com and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Funny thing about dot com is I found some old tracks the other week mm-hmm. in my archive, and dot com is on there rapping and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's pretty fresh, some of the stuff he was saying now that I go back and listen. It was definitely original, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, the, the co- co- Covert Empire thing, I remember being, I remember um, you guys had a meeting. Did you guys you have meetings at? Um, the little studio that Chris opened up for a while there. Is that where you guys' meetings were? We did some. It was on Broadway or something. Yeah. I remember. I remember when the whole shit happened, where the graffiti guys, and that's when you guys kicked out that dude that snitched. I forgot his fucking name, but uh, the one that dropped the bomb on everybody, and that's when that's why everybody got in trouble, right? Got raided, yeah. yeah. I had to get rid of so much graffiti shit because really? I thought he I thought they were come coming for me next. This. Yeah, they and, never did come for me, but no. I had I got every everything rid of like. All my sketchbooks, yeah, the photos, everything. I took yeah. them to Chicago and dispersed them all over. They pretty much tried to make an example out of you guys, right? Like they, they were, went, yeah. They, they went hard on you guys. It was funny because on one of the things where the 
graffiti task force guy name is everybody knows his name i just can't remember but he was actually pointing at the wall and he was like pointing at my name a tag i had oh really it was pretty funny <laughs> oh on the newspaper yeah damn that's crazy coral was going crazy coral. doing billboards and everything else i don't know if you remember coral, coral yeah yeah i remember yeah. him yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna say his name too coral but yeah for a phase there when we was real deep in the the graffiti i wasn't as into the dj is hard you know yeah i was into this graffiti thing oh okay okay so you were getting up getting up too during that whole time yeah oh okay so you would have got getting some, into some shit too if they oh yeah i would have got popped damn i mean i've been popped oh yeah in chicago yeah. and belvedere mm-hmm. so that's crazy bro back in the days huh yep and then and then uh what, what year did you end up getting serato um, Aaron actually recommended it because she was sick of seeing me carrying all the crates and yeah, records. You were the first one to have Serato here in yeah. Rockford, I think. I was always carrying crates and crates. You so and then one day she was like, this is the initial days when they had to scratch live. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you think about Serato? I'm like, I don't know. And I think it was Kid Capri or something had it online. And uh-huh. she showed me, like, check this out. I think we should look into this busy. So yeah. Like, yeah, maybe. I was kind of ignorant, you know. I'm like, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. You think you got it like oh seven, oh eight, somewhere around there? And I yeah. got it. And like you said, there was little things, you know, like the needle and this and that. Yeah. But oh. once I got it, I really liked not having to carry. Yeah. Records. For that was sure. the main thing that sold me. Yeah. The first couple parties I did was definitely with um, records and shit, and that shit got old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that bad when I was younger and shit. Right. But but now that I'm older, yeah, I'm super happy. It's just a computer or a flash driver, whatever. I know, it is. I know my personally, I carry seven terabytes of external music. Seven terabytes. Yeah, because I do videos a lot, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I carry another internal two, just know, in so case. Videos and all the audio and. You ever have problems and shit with all them? No, not since um. All the updates and the controllers and everything, it runs pretty smooth. So, um, you've always had turntables early on. What, what, what uh, I guess that, that explains, like you said, why you couldn't tra- change over the controllers. Yeah. Because of the... Just because of just the digital. The, the easy, well, easy... one of the main things, I think, was because when I would get into places where they had like a wooden stage or something... Mm-hmm. If they start getting too hype and start jumping the needles, oh, the needles, yeah, obviously. would actually be skipping. Yeah, and that was one of the things that sold me is like that was no more needle skipping. Yeah, you know. So, what year did you end up um, selling your trend to your twelve hundreds? Had to be at least ten years now. Yeah, ten years plus. Did you regret it? After? I had a lot. I had like six or something. Six sets, and you sold yeah. them all. Yep. Then the, I I had borrowed another pair. They were gonna do that DJ Bell in Rockford here. You remember not long ago? Oh, at um, before the, COVID at the record the, store. Yeah, yeah, the place where our old gallery used they to be. They called it off or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I had actually borrowed my buddy's decks again because mm-hmm. I didn't have decks. So you wanted to practice on them. So too. he let me take his decks for a while, and he had a mixer too, like a. Ec- Eclair or Eclair something. I oh, don't those know. are nice. Like the, I didn't like it as much, though. It was like no? the rain and stuff. 
So I, uh, I, the- I had I had seen on on I don't remember what what scratch um, Instagram that this dude uses that. It's like a Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. So what Jin, Jim and Jin had let me borrow. Oh, okay. His S nine. Oh, okay. Okay. And I want to buy his S nine. Oh, from okay. Yeah, you, you during the tough time, time right? so he let me. He let it go for a really good deal. Yeah. How much did you get it for? Like seven bills oh, with the case. That's dope. That's good. Yeah. I recently sold it because I don't got decks. My buddy was finally like, hey, I'm going to need those decks back now. They were for his kid. He said, you know, eventually yeah. he's going to give them to his kid yeah. so his kids can start DJing. Oh, you sold your S9 already? Yeah. You did? How much did you sell it for? I gave it to Guillotine. I don't know if you know oh, yeah, Guillotine, yeah, Guillotine is. Yeah. For 750 or something. Oh, that's Since dope. he's my guy. And yeah. Stuff, so. That's what's up. Damn, so you don't, you're without turntables again. Yeah, no Damn, son. What's up, baby? I got the rain one now, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like controllers and shit just because of the easy mobility and shit. I can't lie. Deep down inside, I still... It hurts. <laughs> ...would like to have, like, a... A nice... Um, updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a... What would you get right now if you... I would like to play with the rain 12 MK2s. Okay, just to okay. see how they feel. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. did not like the first ones. Okay. I played with those at Jens, and I felt like I was carrying the weight of the platter. Mm. You know, I when see, I was I, trying I, to cut. I use those, but I mean, I use them with DJ. I didn't use them to cut. Yeah. But I used them, and they were Jens, too. Yeah. Um, When DJ Flipside came the second time. Yeah. Because he, he used our um, our turntables with needles um, at my S9 the first time. The second time. He wanted to use Jin's um, yeah. 12s and his 72. That's when Jin came out, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Jin came out to the district to come kick it and shit. But uh, I like them, actually. They they, they, they felt good when, they, when I was mixing and shit. I really liked them. But I guess, I mean, I didn't cut on them and shit. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a... Jin had all that shit. He had the, the 12s and he had Texan and he had yeah. uh, does he still have the it? S9. I think he does. He's yeah. got, he had two S9s. Mm-hmm. He had the, the rain twelves. He had a, the rain mixer. Hopefully, he gets hopefully he gets uh, the scratch sessions going. I want to get the you know the scratch sessions going here yeah, soon. Shit, we don't matter where it is. Not yeah, we, I'm gonna get it going. It I think within the next two three weeks, I'm yeah. just I'm just need to get a cap- couple more cables to to get everything. I already got the mixer there. We we got another mixer that Vic brought, but I just want to organize it a little bit more. Um, and have everybody we you know just get everybody here and yeah start start a four way scratch session. It'd be fun. It was always fun. Hell yeah! You know that COVID thing happened and it yeah it split us all up. Yeah, for sure. Especially you guys. You guys were going hard every uh, Wednesday. You know, because a lot of those guys are family guys. Yeah. You know, so they were really worried about yeah, uh, yeah giving it to sure. the family. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which I I understand. Yeah. Um, and they kind of continued after that because Jin took a hard hit too with his business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was about to crumble. Really? At a certain point, he was saying, oh man, I might lose the shop. I think he managed to keep it, but uh, so during that point, he didn't want to have no more sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started continuing those sessions in my basement. Mm-hmm. But it was a select few of us. Yeah. You know, like Carlos, of course. Yeah, I seen the one. I think you seen you in there and Guillotine. Guillotine and uh, the Asian, Caucasian. Oh yeah, Jin. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ken, Ken, Ken. Ken. You know, there's. What, what's up with uh, 
What the only butcher? Cool butcher? What, what's up with him? He's still around. He yeah. works a lot, yeah. Yeah. I, I see him every once in a while. While I did a party in the summertime. He wants to cut, he says. Yeah. He has one of those, right? That, that Newmark scratch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was yeah. the guy that. I want to get that uh, that uh, Omni. Omni His had sound. like a static to it for some reason. Oh, it did? I don't know if it's a ground problem or what. Maybe, or maybe it's a He channel. got it for the low somewhere. Mm. I definitely want to get it. Get more into scratching because that's my, uh, that's my. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember the dorky little tall white boy used to come in the Rockford and scratch with us when this kid, DJ Nuisance, he's real, real sick on the cut. No. And him and this other kid, Rock Cut, was a little short. Rock Cut and Nuisance actually came to a couple of the scratch sessions at uh, Jen's too. Was Rock Cut, he's a short dude? Little short Mexican dude. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking about somebody else. Ben something, his last name. There was another, remember when, uh, I don't know if you went to the ones where uh, DJ would have, it was like two, three summers ago, where um, DJ had like scratch sessions right there on 3rd Street where Vic's brother used to have that, that gym. Yeah. And we were outside and shit. I don't know if you went to that one. I don't think I went to that one. No. It was outside. It was like in the parking lot and shit. But he had like two or three different uh, turntable setups and shit. I think one of the dopest two scratchers in Rockford overall is definitely JP and Grant. And of course, Carlos. Yeah. But JP was super sick with the cuts. I've never heard. I don't know. He's real underground. He don't like coming out. And then fucking Grant, man. Grant, super What's crazy about Grant is that. I went to school with his sister Haley, and we're yeah. the same age. And he he was in the same class as my sister. You know, what I'm saying they're two years, two or three years older. But everybody tells me how he's a beast. Oh, he right? is. What do they call him? DJ Demis Demis Demis. So everybody tells me he's a beast, bro. And fuck, I, I'm so eager to hear him cut, man. But I heard he's he's like a like a. Like a what are they called? Like a savant, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a fucking he just an under super underground. Like he only does I, it in front of. I tried to get him to come back for a minute there, like a year ago, and he was all about it until I mentioned JP. Why? I actually showed a clip of JP cutting, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Who is that on the cut?" He could recognize mm-hmm. the cut. So I don't know what happened between him and. JP, I think he burned JP on some ordeal one point, and since then they've been kind of on bad terms. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a hold of him. I have him on Facebook. I'm trying to. One time, bro, uh, it was like three years ago, a couple years ago. It was a like a snowstorm or some shit. He has a white truck. Yeah. Okay, so I was in my black Cadillac, yeah. and I I got behind him, and I accidentally. Well, I didn't know it was him anyways. Well, I got behind a truck going towards Spring Creek. Yeah. And I accidentally, like, kissed his truck. You yeah. Know, bumped it. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. And, and I remember, oh, like, oh, damn, I reversed a little bit and I, you know, parked. And I, I seen him getting out and I got out. And he came, oh, what the hell? And he's like, and he looked at me. I'm like, Grant? He's like, bro, I know you. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, don't worry about it. We'll be cool, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I know this guy. Nothing happened to the truck and nothing happened to my car. It was just like a baby baby kiss and shit. When we hopped out, I'm like, oh, man, I know this guy. 
We used to always go to Grant's house and scratch it up. Yeah. JP would come over there too a lot. I need to, I'm gonna try to get him in here. I'm gonna try to mess with him. I don't know if you ever heard JP, but he's super fresh. No, I never heard him. He is the cleanest, funkiest fucking cutter I ever served. Really? Besides, besides Demas, I mean, Grant is dope. When we first started doing the sessions with uh, Jin again, mm-hmm. JP was at the first couple, like two or three. Okay. And then he just kind of, he's got a family and kids and all that, which I understand. You I know? wish I would be able to see these guys. One day. You'd be killing it, dude. I got video or audio somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so l- let's get into uh, let's get into these gigs nowadays. You've been you've been uh, hitting up a lot of these bars around here. Yeah, um, you know. At the time, district you was hitting district. Yeah, before the, you before guys the, were doing district. Yeah, the, before the before the pandemic, I think yeah, that, I, that's what happened. I went to uh, I went to one of the scratch sessions, and we were just talking about gigs and yeah, and then you mentioned to me that you were trying to get into certain gigs and um, you started DJing at a uh, at district, yeah, and but unfortunately that's when the pandemic hit pretty much. Yeah, so right around that time we were starting to get, yeah, we getting district crack and yep. then we got hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the for time, a while I stepped away from bars and shit. doing the bars in Rockford, mm-hmm. and I was more doing bars like in Janesville, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, you know, Madison. Beloit, Madison. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of tapping into Wisconsin scene. I was with. Versus out DJs for a short period there. We just didn't see eye to eye and a lot of business tip stuff. So Oh, you were part of Versatile. I was, yeah, for a while. Oh, okay. Me and Jose. Yeah, we did a lot of weddings and mm-hmm. whatnot. I was doing Mustang with him a bunch. Mustangs, yeah. Have I already seen Wisconsin? And then like you said, the pandemic hit right when I started breaking back into the rock yeah. first thing. Well now you're you know what? You've been hitting it hard lately as far as, what, Onyx, Casey's, yep. Fozzie's. Yep. Uh, what's the other spot that PDB had to? Um, the hideout. The hideout. Yeah, he, he, he tells me it's a dope spot. There must yeah. be, there's nothing else going on over there. He huh? wasn't sure at first, and I was like, no, nah, it's cool, man. They got dope sound, and okay. it's a real chill spot. And In your opinion, out of all the bars around here, which one has the best sound? Sound, I would say district. District, for sure. No doubt. That shit bangs. Yeah. Almost too hard sometimes. Yeah, it does. (laughs) If you push it the right way, it would be... That bass. Yeah. It's nuts. Because it had, I don't know know how many, under the state, it has at least like six or seven subs. Yeah. I don't know if they're all connected and shit, but it sounds dope as fuck. Second second one, I would say Fozzie's, buddy. Fozzie's? I've never played at Fozzie's. It sounds nice there. I played there when it was Cousins 2 back in the day. And it sounded was, RBI, I thought it was kind of garbage. Yeah, that one sucks. That blue one. Onyx, I don't know. I only did it twice or so. Onyx. I can, nah, the, 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 there's, they only have one little sub on the yeah, side. On the side, yeah. And the other day when I was DJing there, somebody, I think somebody either left the cup on the sub because all of a sudden the sub went out. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, wow. And I told my boy, hey, go check. He's like, there is like a liquid fell on it and shit. So I don't know if somebody passed by or there was a cup on it or whatever. I told Billy about it, but that sucks. But last time I had, a, I brought my own uh, monitor and shit, but instead of using it as a monitor, I just. Yeah, they need a monitor there big time. Yeah, I just they turned it They had the little stick there, you know. Yeah, like, well, that's what we used. Like, why wouldn't they 
still have a monitor. Yeah. A lot of these bars, especially the way they design some of these DJ booths, who, who's designing these booths? <laughs> especially somebody, for dudes like me somebody, and you. Yeah, somebody <laughs> little. That's for them, sir. Somebody that definitely don't got no con- big control to Yeah. I r- originally, like at District, it has the same booth, like a little booth too and shit. But yeah. I was like, eventually when we started doing the art district shit, like we were like, now we're going to do it on the stage and then have the artists on stage too painting and shit. So that we, we transferred over to the stage. We're like, fuck it. And I think Onyx too, I had another, never did Onyx until this year, until New Year's. And before that, I think my boy Balta and Efren DJ there, and they would, where, where the slots are, they had a stage there. Yeah. And I think they Back they, the day, they, yeah. they did on the stage before. And I talked to the manager about that, mm-hmm. and I talked to Billy recently. I'm like, Billy, so if I go there again, could I please go to the floor level at least with a regular normal table? Oh, okay. I said, because the way that's staging and little tiny booth you guys set yeah. up is just not does, does your uh does your controller fit up there uh i don't think i ever used the rain one yeah i did once no i gotta take it out the case oh out the case yeah yeah, yeah. but it does fit in there without yeah. the case yeah barely is not perfectly in there yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? last time when we did there i had to use one turntable and the s9 yeah out of the case too and Acid has his there as well. Um, you guys double team. Well, no, no, yeah. When we did, uh, when we did it together, he brought his one thousand. Okay. And I think I want to say he did take it out the case. Definitely had to take it out the case. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the SRT. Um, but yeah, the next time we'll probably have to do, I don't know, figure something out. I'm really think- thinking floor level. Yeah, I'm really thinking about um, if I'm gonna buy another something, you know, another, it's because. I want to switch that S9 to the S11 or the S7, like the newer Pioneer one. The 11 probably is the best. Yeah. But I also, I'm looking at that, uh, what's it called, the Rev Rev 7? Rev 7, That yeah. shit looks fucking sexy as fuck, bro. Yeah, yeah, but the, some people are complaining that it's kind of a plastic construction overall. Yeah, I guess it could be. Um, I know, But the effects are... Definitely yeah. way better. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that's that's you know what I'm saying. That's interesting me. I would have to play with him to, yeah. to say. I think my boy uh Mos Def and they 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 uh, they're gonna have a, a sh- like a they're gonna have some reps come with the with the turntable with that rep seven nice. and the red one so people can try them out and shit. <laughs> I have to look up where and when. But I how could we never have any dope Equipment like that at our own guitar center. Because the motherfuckers, I don't know, man. That's that's a good. They used we, we to, got at a one big, point. We got a big DJ scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. Well, to, to be honest with you, I think that fucking guitar center is going out of business. Yeah, yeah. Just because, our, I mean, for the most part, because a lot of us buy shit online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we all do. Yeah. Well, I went to Chicago to get the rain, rain one just because. Uh, they would let me play with it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I called them. You the got the rain one. They said, one? "Yep." I said, "Could I test it?" And they said, "Yeah." So could I bring my laptop? They said, "No." And I'm like, "So how do I test it?" Oh, we got a laptop. You just plug in there. It's okay. So I bring a jump drive. You know. Oh, okay, okay. They let me test it. I played with it for like an hour before I was like, "All right." And then you I bought want it. This thing, yeah. And, and it's not how much was it? Like fourteen hundred. It was, they gave me a deal just to controller. They said twelve fifty. 
which I thought was a really good oh, deal. Yeah, but they said here's the catch. The only case we got is the limited edition case. It's got a little light in there, and it's like gold trim and whatever. So I'm like, whatever, how much is a case? Like, well, the case is 450 Damn. Compared to usually two something or whatever. Yeah. So it still came up to like 18 something. Yeah. But oh, it still was a good deal. So in order for for them to give you that price at twelve fifty, you would have to buy the case. If I wanted a, a case, oh, that was the only case they had. Oh, okay, okay. And I definitely wanted a case. Yeah, 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 for sure. You're gonna pay that much money for a controller. You want to try to protect it. Yeah. Know? I usually buy equipment without the case first. Yeah. And then later on buy it because it's usually like the S nine. I don't know how long I went without the fucking case. Like yeah. eight, like a couple months. Some shit have happened or whatever you said. I actually, actually um, bought my bought my road case from the dude from Versatile. Yeah. Jose. He had an extra case and he was selling a bunch of shit. And I went up there after work from from where I work at and picked it up. I still got it right now. So same case I use. Yeah, that he called hit me up recently because I was selling the Pioneer because now I was just collecting dust. Yeah. He's like, oh, I want to pick that up. And then he sent Alex White. And mm. Alex came and got it. The controller? The SZ1, yeah. 2, SZ2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which one's that one, the SZ2? Big ass one like this. The heavy as fuck? It's the one with the almost full size letters in it. Yeah. And it has pretty much has the 900 in the middle? Yeah. It had all the effects and all that stuff. Well, how, how do you Four like decks. How do you like that rain rain one though? I like it so far. It's more compact, yeah. and it's got the turntable feel to yeah. it. It does feel nice. Yeah, and the only thing I dislike is the effects. Yeah, you know the on um, the, the Serato effects because I used to use that extra line for like plugging in Spotify in case I got a request or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I missed that, but they do got an UX line in that works. Yeah, but it's in a mic level, so it's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got used to it. Yeah. And the effects, like I say, I love having the pioneer effects. Yeah. What are the, so you out of the seventy two and the S eleven? What do you, which one do you like? The mixers. I always been a rain kind of guy. Yeah. You you, know? you had the rain fifty seven back in the day. Yeah, because I had the fifty six for a 56, while. Fifty six, yeah. That was the first time. Well, I think at Chubby Rain, I used your fifty six. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Well, number one, the twelve hundreds were. The shit compared to the ones I've had. The turntables I had and shit. But I was like, yeah. But when I cut, like at Jin's place, I preferred the S9 over whichever brain he had mm-hmm. with the brain 12. Okay. I definitely preferred the S9. It was more sharp to me. Okay. You know, the cut in time yeah. and all that. The, he, I think he has a 72, the yeah. Rain 72. I just liked the S9 better. And a lot of battle DJs, if you talk to them, they all say they like the Pioneer better yeah. for cutting. A lot of, you know, a lot of cutting DJs like the SZ2. No, no. Not the SZ2. The, that, um, what, what, what other um, DJ computer There's software? The tractor one. The tractor. The Z2. The tractor one, yeah. Yeah, Z2. Yep. A lot of, a lot of uh, cutting DJs like they that. They use that, yeah. Yeah. But even though it's kind of obsolete and shit now, like yeah. they don't even fucking update. A lot know. of DJs still cut with the fifty six. Yeah. I and just, I, and I, uh, you know, like Carlos, he likes the Vestics. 
Yeah, he likes the Yep. He he says he has two of those Z twos. He modified the faders like an Vestex a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's dope, man. He's another another scratch DJ that's uh, that's dope as fuck. He's super humble. He's dope as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I think uh, we're done right here. Is there any other gigs you wanna promote? Any uh, no, upcoming man, gigs? I just been trying to jump around and keep as many doors open as I can. Yeah. You know, because yeah. nowadays with everything going on, you never know. You never know. Yeah. That way, when their gig drops or whatever, is no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep jumping around. And and what's the next gig coming up? I think this Thursday is the big ladies' night. Where at? At Fozzie's. Okay, at Fozzie's. Yep, and then Friday I'm at the office. And then Saturday I think it's Onyx. Oh, you got a whole weekend. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. That's what's up, bro. So the, the ladies' night thing at Fozzie's was weekly, but because it's that time of year, which is a little slower sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no winners. They didn't think it was profitable to do it every week. So they're keeping it just for the big giveaways. Mm. Which is month once a month for the Thursday thing. Okay. Which is whatever. So this month it'll be this this Thursday. Yeah, just Thursday I'll be there. They give away like thousands of dollars of prizes. All right. Low taxes and spawning packages and a trip to Cancun and all this crazy stuff. All right. I think this this one might not drop till next week, so yeah, it might. Well, it's like every second Thursday of the month is the big giveaway. Okay. For so ladies' night at... At, uh, at Fozzie's. Yeah. At Fozzie's. The ladies' night. Mm-hmm. So, I play a lot of ladies-themed songs. Oh, yeah? You know, try to cater to the ladies. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get into this... Uh, before we leave, before we uh, jump off, kind of get into this uh, this theme where I ask the DJs, What's their most memorable DJ moment? Do you have one? Uh, I would say one of them was this show I did with Casey Join in uh, Iowa at a casino. And I got to play with Money B from Digital Underground. Okay. I got to play with DJ Evil D and some other famous cats. That show was really dope just because... When me and Case and those guys killed the show and I got to do my little scratch session, mm-hmm. the vibe and the feeling I got from the crowd mm-hmm. that night was phenomenal. They showed Mad Love. Yeah. And the Scribble Jam, whatever year it was when I got on the big stage in front of 2,000 plus people. All right. That was another one, yeah. What's I know so? you've probably seen video of that one. Yeah, I've seen the videos of that yeah. one. Yep, so I remember that one. So the Scribble Jam, um, was that the DMC ones that are in there? Or is it, is it a totally no, it was different just battle? a battle, DJ oh, okay, battle. Okay. I remember those for sure. Well, busy one, Brian, busy one, yep. ba- bad, was it? Bad Burning Brian. Bad Burning Brian. Yep. Thank you for coming on the show, bro. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. Um, like I said, we, you also got a mix for us that you're gonna we're gonna drop along with this episode. Yep. Looking forward to hearing that. But um, yeah, any last shout outs? Big shout out to all my Rockford peeps, all the Midwest monsters. Yes, sir. 
and all the DJs trying to do it. Yeah. All right, bro. Appreciate you for coming on. Peace out.